Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, believers everywhere are concerned about the economic times in which we find ourselves today. You know, inflation's up, crime's up, housing costs are up, interest rates are up, and money that last year met our needs and possibly having some left over, today just doesn't stretch as far, and in some cases is actually coming up short. You know, you want to have prosperity. You want to be able to give more to God's work. You want to be able to live comfortably and provide for your family, but you don't want to compromise your Christian values to do it. Can I get an amen on that one? All right. Our guest today is here to speak directly to you. Pastor Winston Greer's calling is to help you to increase your faith, increase your inheritance from God, to help you unlock the kingdom blessings for your personal life and business. He does this by helping you to keep a healthy work-life balance in accordance with scripture. He's also the author of a great book, titled Making Money God's Way. <laughs> Praise God. What a timely book. He's also a Christian motivational speaker and a business coach who loves to help young men grow to become good men, loving husbands and fathers. Amen. Help me welcome to the program, Pastor Winston Greer. Pastor, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Pastor, thank you for having me here. Amen. Now, the first question I always start with, other than that brief information I just shared, can you tell us in your own words, who is Winston Greer? Winston Greer is a father, husband, I'm a pastor, motivational speaker, but I'm a prodigal son. Amen. I am a PK as well. I'm a preacher child. I left my dad home when I was in 10th grade because I thought my dad was being too hard on me. Mm. And I turned to a life of crime and, and, and got in the streets and started selling drugs and I knew it was something that that I needed to do around 2008. God was just pulling on me to, to come back and just come pulling on me to come back. And, and so I decided to get back in the church and started back doing things. And, and it's like God just embraced me. I became a youth minister in 2012. In 2016, I was getting ready to get ordained pastor. And I was sitting at home and I said, God, I'm not good enough to be a pastor. I've had all of my kids out of wedlock. The people in the community know me to be a drug dealer. I just don't feel like I feel like I meet the description to be a pastor and do the things that you're trying to call me to do. And God began to speak to me when I was reading the scripture. He said, I blot out all your transgression and your sins. I remember no more. He said, mm. are you still dwelling on your past? I, I, I'm not concerned about your past. When you turn from your wicked ways, I don't even remember your sin no more. And that what make me just honor God and give God the glory and give God the praise. I'm just so grateful to God because God just covered me. Even when I didn't even deserve it, God covered me. I'll never forget. I got pulled over uh, state patrols 
sheriff and, and dog searched my car and they didn't find anything in my car. I should have mm. gotten at least 10 to 15 years mm. and they didn't find anything. God just covered me. Some people always say, God don't bless no mess. And I'll be just sitting there and I said, man, I don't know, man. I, I, I beg the different because God was just covering me in my mess. Even when I didn't even deserve it, God was just covering me. And, and so who I am is, and, and the reason why I share that is because I want people to understand that, that sometimes we may fall short. I'm not a pastor because I've gotten everything right. I'm a Amen. pastor because God just showed me love, even when I didn't even deserve it. God just poured out grace and mercy. So who I am, I'm a person that has made mistakes. I'm a person that 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 knew right from wrong. My 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 father taught me ways of the Lord, the direction to go, and because. I didn't like what he was telling me. I left home and started doing things that wasn't pleasing in, in God's sight, in his sight. But because God loved me so much, and I tell people, God said, love and kindness have I drawn you to me. And, and, and that's why I love God. That's why I serve God. That's why I try to serve God, people, because God loved me even when I didn't even deserve it. And who I am, I'm a sinner. I'm once a sinner but I'm saved by grace. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We can stop right there for more information on Pastor Wisdom Greer. Because <laughs> that, oh, that, that, mm, that'll preach right there, brother. Glory to God. You know, I, I didn't follow the same path, but, you know, I, we shared a little bit before, you know, I started, uh, we started the recording you know, about my life in the military. And let's just say I lived the military soldier life. We'll just leave it like that. Okay. And, uh, you know, I didn't know the Lord back then either, but, you know, I was raised in a Christian home and all that, you know, my, my grandparents is the one that raised me. And, you know, I mean, my grandmother was the church secretary. My grandfather was an elder, you know, and all that. So, I mean, I was in church every time the church doors open, but as soon as I got old enough to say no, that started the life. Let's just put yeah. it like that. Right. And uh, when I got called into the ministry, is 1995 and you know i argued with god for six months <laughs> you got the wrong guy <laughs> i am not people know that if i came out and said hey i'm gonna be a pastor they're gonna fall off the pew <laughs> you know, so. I, I was the same way my dad was always telling me son you got a calling on your life i i was telling my dad i said dad no 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 you got a calling on your life Amen. I, I, I don't think god's calling me to preach because Nothing wrong with being a preacher. I just right. didn't think God was calling me to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Amen. Amen. Well, you've been in ministry a while now. And, and how did you come to your calling of helping God's people to prosper financially? I decided to start my own business in 2005. I opened a tire center and I had this ideal in my head and this wish to become a successful business owner. And I started my business with no with no planning, and I failed miserably. One of the things that I didn't do is I didn't plan. I didn't research my industry. I didn't include God in my plan. And because I didn't include God and because I didn't, didn't plan and, and, and do my research like I needed to, I failed miserably as a business owner. And so the reason why my book uh, is so inspirational to, to people is because I share step-by-step guides of how to be successful in business based on my experience as a business owner, my, my schooling in marketing management that I learned in education, 
and with biblical principles based on what God says. And when I went through searching and reading my Bible over the last 10, 12 years, I realized that everything that we need to know about business is right there in the Bible. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And you also believe that that someone who runs a business should do so in accordance with biblical principles, be intentional about doing business according to God's plan. Explain how you teach folks, especially if it's not a, a, let's say, a it's not a Christian themed type of business. I mean, it could be a shoe store or hair salon or tire store or a car dealership, but how do you teach them to accomplish that standard? Let me tell you my experience. When I was having some struggles with my business, I, I, I went to God and said, God, I was just exhausted from business fatigue. I didn't, I didn't like the direction it was going. I was at a standstill for us, my growth. And I said, God, and this was in 2014. I said, God, can you explain to me why you say, beloved, I wish above all things that we may prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prosper, but I'm not getting those results. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to me why I'm not getting those results? And God began to tell me, he said, I've been sending you your business. It is me that give you power to get wealth. I've been sending you work. I've been sending you business for the last nine years. And you haven't done anything to bring your customers closer to me. Mm. And I sat there and I'm like, God, what are you saying? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to mix God and my business. You know, you, you know how, how people think now, uh, mm. oh, he want to talk about church. He want to talk about God. And, and I said, God, I'm just trying to keep it strictly bidding up. God said, no, no, no. That's how the world thinks. Yeah. You got to always include God in your business. You can't just keep it strictly business because it is me that giving you power to get wealth. I got to get my part. We're partnering in business. So I have to get my part. What are you doing to influence the kingdom? And, and, and that disheartened me because I didn't realize how selfish I was as a Christian. Mm. I wasn't a, mm -hmm. a pastor at that time, but I, as a Christian, I was selfish. It was, it was all about, I was doing everything my way, but I wasn't doing it God's way. Amen. And so that particular day I went home and I start typing up different scriptures and different inspirational words to be able to just hand to my customers every time I meet them. And, and, and whenever I go out to to serve them towing or, or roadside assistance, I, I would give them a card to just give them words of inspiration to encourage them. Some, some of these people are having the worst day of their life. Yeah. They're having to spend money that they didn't even expect to spend. And so I'm, I started just, just start giving them a word from God. I give a guy a card one time and he said to me, he said, man, I'm very, very glad you give me this. He said, this has confirmed some things in my life. He said, he, he said now I know there's a God. And so Amen. that's what God has called us to do. God has called us not only to, to, to handle our business, but, but have some kingdom influence while handling our business. Mm -hmm. And so that's important for us as well as business owners is to make sure we don't, we don't stop including God. Regardless of what the world doing. We have to include God in our business. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, as you were talking about that, there's a, uh, uh, auto repair shop here in, in our area in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, JNK auto. And I met the owner as co-owner, but I met one of the owners in Bible study. Right. And he said, Oh, you need to come check out, you know, our, our shop. They hold Bible study in the lobby. 
right? Oh, they, wow. uh, once a week, they, they, you know, once they close, uh, they do it for youth. It's like a teen Bible study, right? And they'll have 20 teenagers in there for Bible study in the auto shop, you know, and uh, every person in there is a believer that goes to church. Uh, they play Christian music throughout the day. All over the walls is all these inspirational scriptures and, and things about Jesus and all that. And I, one time I asked him, did anybody ever get upset when they come in here? He goes, they may be upset when they come in, but they're blessed when they go out. <laughs> he said, we had a couple people say, I don't, I don't think you should do that. And he goes, well, you don't need to come back, you know, but if you want to come back, this is, this environment is going to be pure ministry, you know? And, and, and here's the, here's the thing. It, the, God said, whatever you lose for my sake, you're gay. Yeah. So you really not lose. If, if a customer decide they don't want to come back because you want to serve God, you're really not losing anything, not in God, exactly. because God's going to always restore you. God's going to always restore you. Amen. But your story, what you're talking about, is like, oh, man, that's 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 Billy down there. It's, yeah, amen, <laughs> amen. Now, your mother also owned her own business uh, where she applied these principles. Tell us about that time growing up and how she influenced you. My grandmother, my, my mother um, used to cook. She, she always baked. She always uh, cooked. And she did sold plates and stuff. And we grew up in Mayfield, Georgia, small, small town with just one store. And my mom would cook at night and early in the morning and she would fix the go plates. And we would ride about 21 miles to two plants and we would serve people in the parking lot at those plants, serving them lunch and stuff on their job. And we would go to one place that had lunch at 11 o'clock and another place had lunch at 12 o'clock and we would go and serve. And most of the time my mom would sell out what she didn't, what she didn't uh, sell, she would give to some, some people and they would pay her on Friday and different things like that. But one thing I, I noticed about my mom is, is she always would get up and she would pray that God would order her steps and that God would bless her business. She always planned everything. Um, when she did her business, she, she kept God a part of her plan on special religious days my mom didn't care how much money she missed. She didn't work. And I noticed God moving my mom from, from loading up plates in a station wagon until, until opening up her own restaurant right across from a plant that had over 300 employees. And we probably fed, my mom probably fed at least 75% of those employees every day. She probably fed at least 75% of those employees Monday through Friday. And so I know how from her, how it feels to, to put God in, in your plan and watch God order your step and elevate you. Mm -hmm. And, and that comes from someone that's selling plates out of a station wagon mm -hmm. and going mm -hmm. to own their own soul food restaurant. Amen. Amen. And, and as you started to serve God in your own business, where you apply these concepts, how did God begin to prosper you? God, restored me so much when I started including God because I was trying to be, I would just say maybe politically correct. And I didn't want to, to put my, throw my, my, my beliefs on other people. And, but when I started doing it, God started increasing my sales. God started sending me more phone calls. And I started seeing the difference because I'm always watching my numbers and, and, and seeing what, what, what my business is doing. Days that used to be very, very, very slow started getting even, be even better. And mm -hmm. so I know firsthand when you include God, 
God will elevate you. God, God, mm-hmm. God, because the only thing God wants is for us to serve him while we're in business. We got to yeah. serve him while we're in business. And, and, mm-hmm. and God done a great job of just increasing my business. I started doing so well. I started another business uh, doing uh, renting party rental supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just been, I, I, I've been so good. I, yeah. I, I've experienced God keeping my business during the recession. When I've seen other businesses close down, mm-hmm. I've experienced God keeping my business during inflation. I've seen God keep my business during, during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I've seen God keep my business when, 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 when I was surrounded around people that had more capital, they had more clients, but, but for some reason, God was still covering me. Amen. And I believe Amen. that it's because of my relationship with my customers that I bring to him, to them about God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I agree. And, you know, it's, as you're, you're doing that and you see God, I mean, think about it in your business, we'll just use the tire repair business. You know, as you said, you know, someone is having one of their worst days ever and God's sending you to help them. That's right. And so through you, God's providing for them what they need at that moment in time. And through them, God's providing what you need at that moment in time. So that means both of you are blessed (laughs) in Jesus' name. It's funny that you said that. I never forget this incident. A a truck driver called and and he had a blowout on his semi. And he had one tire that was flat. And when I got ready to go, the Lord told me to take two tires. So I loaded up two tires and went out there. And I started repairing the guy tire on his truck. But I noticed he had another tire that was bad. And as a businessman, I said, oh, I get a chance to sell this second tire. And this is, I guess this is why the Lord told me to let, load this tire up. And so I went up there to his uh, to the driver's seat where he was. And I said, hey, man, you got a second tire back here blown up about the blow as well. Uh, would you like to go ahead and change it? He said, no, I can't afford that tire right now. And so I went on back and started working on that one tire that I was doing. And then the Lord said to me, give him that tire. And so I said, Lord, what did you say? The Lord said, give him that. The Lord said, give him that tire. And so I went back and knocked on the truck driver door and I said, hey, I'm going to give you this tire. And I experienced something that I never experienced out the road. The guy told me, he said, he just started crying. He said, man, thank you. He hugged me beside the road. He said, man, thank you. He said, I'm trying to take this load to Texas. And he was in Georgia. He said, I'm trying to take this load to Texas. And I just went in the car and started praying to God that God would just let me make it. He said, and then you came and giving me this tire. He said, now I know there's a God. Amen. He said, I've been having Amen. the worst time in my life as a business owner. Mm-hmm. He said, man, you just don't know how you make me feel right now. And that was just an emotional moment for me, man. And, yeah. and not only for him, but it was for me. It was just, I was just grateful to God that I was obedient. Yeah. And that yeah. I was following the, the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes we think when we're giving something away and not making money all the time that we're not getting what the, the results that we need. But 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 as long as we're getting results from God, God's gonna always repay you. That Amen. day, I can tell you that particular day, 
I sold more tires than I ever sold in business. Amen. Amen. I never, I never had those numbers before. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping they, they come back again one day. But that day, God proved to me, yeah. right then that day, I never done that many road calls side of the road. But God was showing me the importance of being obedient to Him. Yeah. And so, Amen. that experience was a blessing for me, and it was a blessing to my customer as well. Amen. Amen. That that brings me to where I read that your father gave you some godly advice about not needing money in heaven. Right. Care to share that and how that influenced what you're doing today. It goes right hand in hand. What you're just talking about. What God, what my dad was sharing with me is he was telling me, son, you don't want to live in poverty down here on earth. You don't want to live in lack. God don't want us living in lack. He said, you don't need it in heaven. He said, but, but you still want God to prosper you right here on earth. And so you need to be in alignment with God's word. If, if you're not prospering, it's, it's anytime we're not prospering, we're not, if we're not living according to scripture, we're not doing what God has ordained for us to do. Amen. It's yep. something that we have to do. And, and it, it could be little things. Like with me, my thing was I wasn't sharing the word of God. It wasn't that. I was stealing or, or I was doing things. I was breaking the commandment. I just wasn't sharing the word of God. And because I wasn't sharing the word of God, God had my business at a standstill because he wanted to get my attention. Mm. And so when you're not prospering, there's a reason why you're not prospering. Sometimes we don't see it and, and we just get frustrated. But I've learned that when I'm having some of the Lord's place in, in some of the Lord's places in my life, I've learned to just go to God and talk with God. Because God has promised me I would not fail you. Yeah, and amen. so I'm always going to God when I'm not experiencing what he have already told me in his word. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and the part I like was, you know, you can't outgive God. You, know, you no. sold that tire and you sold many more tires because of it, you know. And, and, That's right. But the point I'm trying to say is God's given us resources to reach people that need to know God loves them. And that's what you're doing in your business. You know, that's what ministry is all about. You know, you're in the ministry. That's what ministry is about, letting people know that God loves them. And here here was so amazing that God showed me about this truck driver is that God loved him so much that, that he already knew his situation before he even started praying because God, God told me take two tires. Yeah. Amen. I normally right. don't take yeah, amen. I normally don't take nothing but what the truck driver asked for because those tires are heavy yeah, to, they are. To, to be taking extras. And so, but God already knew his situation. Even before he went to God in prayer, God already was mindful of him. God was already mindful of his situation. And so when God told me to take two tires, I just loaded them up. I normally don't do it, but I loaded them up. And and, and that's what's so amazing about God. God loves you so much that he already knows what you're going through. Yeah. He already knows what your struggles are and, and he's already making a way for your escape. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's what was, was so amazing to me is I said, man, God was mindful of this guy. Even before I even got there, God said, yeah. take two tires because he knew what he, and he, he knew what he was standing in need of. Yeah. Amen. And so that's, that, that's the kind of God that we serve. Amen. Amen. What was one of your biggest lessons? that you learn in business from a kingdom perspective? One of the biggest lessons I learned in business 
is the importance of having integrity. Mm, I never will forget this guy called me and he said he had some tires for sale. There was about 75% less than uh, market value at, of what I would pay at the distribution center. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I wanted them. And I'm like, absolutely for that price. And so I was following him in my box truck and, and God said to me, are you going to buy those tires? You know, those tires are stolen. And I said to myself, for that price, I can't turn them down because I'm only looking at financial gain. I'm only looking at the financial benefits from purchasing those tires. I wasn't a pastor at the time, but I was a believer and I knew right from wrong. And so I bought those tires and and paid a a great deal of money for those tires out of my account. And I I stopped them, warehoused them. And for about three or four months, my business sales decreased Mm. so bad that my bills began to double up, triple up. And I said, man, is God trying to tell me that he's not going to let me sell these tires? Mm. And 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 I had already calculated the count of thousands of dollars that I would make off of that profit of selling those tires at market value, paying 75% less than than what I would pay at the warehouse. And I'm like, my sales have have went all the way down. My business was so slow for about four or five months Mm. that I had to sell those tires for less than what I paid for them just so I can pay some bills to keep from losing trucks and different things like that that I had on a monthly basis. And so I had to sell the tires for a little nothing. After I sold those tires, about a week later, my business started back up going mm. wide open. Yeah. And God showed me the importance of, 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 of having integrity, having integrity, even when people are not watching you, having integrity and, 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 and doing things God way. I talk about the importance of integrity in, in business. Even the scripture tell us a little that a righteous man have is better than the, than the many riches of the wicked. Yep. And so that, that experience taught me the importance of integrity because if God is the one that give you power to get wealth, it doesn't matter how much stolen items you buy. You're not going to sell it if God said no. That's right. That's and right. so that's one of the biggest lessons I learned is it, for a business owner and for an individual, the importance of having integrity in business. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for the, today's portion of this great interview with Pastor Winston Greer. As he's been sharing some very valuable insights and how to make money God's way. And in case you haven't noticed, God's ways are always, always better than man's ways. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Praise God. I urge you to drop down to the show notes and order your copy of Pastor Winston Greer's book, Making Money God's Way. But don't just stop with ordering the book. Read it. Put the information he shared with you to work. Amen. Glory to God. One year from now, you'll look back and be thanking God for listening to this episode and actually implementing what you learned today and what you learned from Pastor Greer's book. Amen. But we are only halfway through this interview. Hallelujah. Be sure to come back for the conclusion of this great interview tomorrow in the very next episode. Until then, this Pastor Bob reminds you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. 
please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.